Good morning. You're very welcome through to another episode of The Shandoon Corner, brought to you by the guys at the back of the stand. We have a very eventful show today. Um, I'm going to get cracking in a second, but um, I must say I was surprised by the reaction um, to my last podcast. It, it, it seems to have been um, not taken very well in some quarters, um, which was very much not my intention. I didn't intend to step on anybody's toes or anything. Um, it was maybe I, I was accused of lacking balance in my analysis of some of the games. I won't mention which um, because I just I think it's better off that we park it. But I just hope that I can bring a bit more balance to this week's podcast and that this episode doesn't turn out to be another series of a Roy Keane-like interview whereby I'm alleged to have said certain things or to have insulted certain people, which was very much not my intention. Um, I had praised a lot of people last week. It wasn't meant to be anything other than praise. It wasn't meant to give away any state secrets or anything like that. So I'm hoping that any of you who listened to the show last week, and there were quite a few, to be honest, um, any of you who listened to the show last week, it, out of a sense of intrigue and to see how I had actually or what I'd actually said to see if it was as bad as being portrayed, I'd encourage you to stick with us because I'm sure that you'll enjoy um, this show because it, it goes through all all aspects of, of the City Division, Division GAA, right from Junior B up to um, Premier Senior in both hurling and football. And I, I, I think it's something that um, there was a, a space for um, and... N- it's probably not as high profile um enough to get on radio and so on. So I I I wanted to fill that gap and I wanted to be the voice and um offer something different to people who are interested in GA in the city and in the Shandoon division. So we'll get cracking with the show. We have a very busy show today. There's a lot of GA action to come this weekend. So I'll go through by just um I'll start with hurling, uh, Premier Senior hurling. I'm gonna what I'm gonna go through first is I'll go through Premier Senior hurling, then I'll go through Premier Senior football, and then I'll go to the Junior A hurling and football draws, um, and the upcoming um, Junior A hurling championship, um, final um City Junior A hurling championship final this weekend between Brian Dillon's and Passage, and so to start with the Premier Senior hurling, we're into semi finals weekend now in the Co-op Superstores Premier Senior hurling. Um, championship and um, there's two games down for decision this weekend and um, the first of those is Blackrock versus UCC and um, which Blackrock you would have to consider the favourites there but um, UCC do have a very strong team also they're able to pick from players um, such as Paddy Cadell um, and so on and um, they are also able to pick players like Mark Coleman from Blarney so it, it should be a very good game but Blackrock have been on a very good run of form um, so far in the championship the, in the championship so far Blackrock in the group stages they've beaten Aaron's own Newtown Chandram and Bishopstown and in the quarterfinals of the of the championship which were held um two or three weeks ago now they knocked Douglas out which would have been considered a bit of a shock because um by all accounts Douglas had really put an extra special effort into the hurling championship this year but alas Blackrock are in the semi-finals and um they're very much there deservedly so um they're playing UCC UCC uh, I suppose uh, being a college they came through the divisional colleges side of the draw so they didn't come through the group stages so to get to where they are UCC have beaten Duhallow and Imokalee in the 
in the colleges and division section and in the quarterfinals they beat Napiershig. And the other semi final Dunford decision um is Glen Rovers versus Aaron Zone. Um this this is very much an intriguing contest and it'll be interesting to see if Aaron Zone can um pull off another shock because so far Aaron Zone they lost their first game to Blackrock then they beat Bishopstown and Newtown Chandram in their second and third games in the in the group stages and they very much pulled off a shock in the quarterfinals and uh, by beating SARS, which was a local derby. Um now I'm reliably informed I didn't see that game that it was a game that was full of freeze that there was a lot of free taking. So hopefully that, that won't um reappear this weekend. Hopefully the two games the the referees will let them flow. But it'll be very interesting to see what um challenge Aaron's own put up to the Glen because the Glen are very much the farm team um in the championship this year. In their first game this year they absolutely annihilated the Bears. Um they beat them on a very, very heavy score line um and they beat Carrie Tool and the Piercing as well. They they it was a bit. It was a lot closer against Carry Tool, but they beat Napiershig well, um, with, which was another local derby. So they they did that to top the group, their group, and they got a bye into the semi final. So they didn't. They sat out the quarter finals, um, because they got a bye into the semi final. So I just wonder, would that make it for a more even contest on on Sunday, um? by the fact that Aaron's own have a very tough game against Sars under their belt. They they have the momentum now coming into the semi-final. Very much so the Glen are favourites, but we, we often see at inter-county level, for example, if a team can go four or five weeks without a game, which, which the Glen have at this stage, it does lead to a small bit of rustiness, but... I I'd be I'd be confident that the quality in the Glen would see them through because they have some very very good players there. Some of whom have have played for Cork. Um, like obviously we it'd be remiss of me to ignore the the genius and brilliance of Patrick Cork and he's capable of winning any game on his own regardless of what the level. He can win a, an inter county game on his own. Um, and they also have players like Steve McDonald. I'm not sure if he's back from injury. They have Robert Downey. They have Dean Brosnan. So they have a very, very experienced team there. And they have won a few county championships um, in the past couple of years. They were beaten, of course, last year by a Monkley, a very strong Monkley team. But the Glen do look to be the strongest club side in Cork at the moment. And like I'm, I'm sure all Cork Carling supporters um, looking at those two fixtures are looking at them and not very much hoping, but excited at the prospect of a Black Rock in Glen Rovers County Final. It's just a shame that if we do have a Rockies and Glen County Final, that the mass, the most amount of people that'll be allowed to go to it will be somewhere in the region of 200 because like we've all grown up on stories of the Rockies and the Glen, the Rockies and the Bars, the Glen and the Bars, be, being in county finals down in the old Parky Cueve and well, I'm not sure, was it 1977, the Rockies and the Glen, it drew something like 36,000 people to a county final. No, we wouldn't get anywhere like those numbers for the Rockies and the Glen today, but like I'm sure if the Rockies and the Glen were in the county final this year, that there would be a lot of neutrals go to it for that pairing that has that it has such deep history and tradition in car curling. You could have you could have expected a crowd of fifteen or twenty thousand of that, um, but alas, the circumstances have deemed that 
or have made that not possible so we'll just enjoy the excellent coverage on the Irish Examiner's website they've provided absolutely outstanding coverage to our championships this year in hurling and football um, and very much and what is a huge credit to both Cork and the Irish Examiner they've been completely free uh, we're, we've seen other counties and it's completely understandable why other counties have charged for streaming of games but it's a great credit to Cork GA at a time when Cork GA is not in the soundest financial position that they provided this service in conjunction with the Irish Examiner to supporters that they could see the games for free and I think they deserve huge credit for that um, and I'm really, I'm, I really am looking forward to those games this weekend um, it's probably going to be the case that I don't get to see them because um, my own club Brian Dillons are playing which we will be going through in a minute um, but I'm very much I'm looking forward to seeing oh, actually no I, I correct myself these two games are on today on Saturday so Black Rock and UCC is on at 4 o'clock and Glen Rovers and Aaron's Own is on at, at 7.30, both on in Parky Creeve. Um, my apologies, I should have done my homework before starting this show, but here we are. It's, it's an additional bonus to me and hopefully to many of you out there who might be going to club games tomorrow. Um, so we'll have those two games to 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 keep us um, entertained for this afternoon and I very much am looking forward to watching them. Um, so just to move on from the Premier Senior Hurling Championship, we'll move on to the Premier Senior Football Championship. There's one game down for decision this weekend, uh, but there's also another game down for decision next week. So I'm going to I'm going to preview the both of them. Um, so the Premier Senior Football Championship, we've two delayed quarterfinals because um, we've two delayed quarterfinals um, because the there was. A delay to Nemo Rangers versus Bellancolic and St Finbars versus Noosestown, um, due to um, it was due to um, an outbreak of coronavirus in some of the clubs, and thankfully, um, these games now are able to go ahead. Um, so I'm gonna go through um the the first off I'll speak about Nemo Rangers and Ballincollig. So to give you the form of both sides coming into this game, Nemo Rangers have won all their games so far. They've beaten Valley Rovers, Bishopstown and Douglas. Douglas cannot seem to get over that hoodoo. I, I believe now they've never beaten Nemo Rangers in the senior football championship. Um and like for a club with so many I suppose they're probably restri- not restricted, but they're probably not helped by the fact that they have so many dual stars. The likes of Owen Cadigan, Alan Cadigan, um, people like Shane Kingston, for example, they, they're all top-class hurlers as well as footballers, whereas Nemo Rangers definitely have the focus on football. They're a junior hurling club, and they, they are a very competitive junior hurling club, but they make it very clear that their priority is senior football and premier intermediate football and that pays dividends when it comes to football and it might hold them back a small bit in hurling but that that hasn't stopped them being a very very good junior hurling side it's not to take away from them at junior hurling level it's just to show that the mentality and the drive of Nemo Rangers to be the top dogs in cock football 
pretty much all of the time. They're always competitive. They don't win it every year. Of course, no team wins it every year unless you're cross Midland in Armagh and even they were beaten in the in the county final in Armagh this year. But Nemo Rangers are supremely competitive in Cork senior football and they have that Indian sign really over Douglas and it doesn't look like that they're going to lose it anytime soon. And the team they're playing is Ballincollig. So Ballincollig so far they lost to St Finbars, they beat Clonakilty and they beat Carrigaline. Ballincollig, I, I, I think it was about 10 years ago now, maybe a small bit less, they have won the Cork Senior Football Championship before. So it should be a good game. You would imagine that Nemo Rangers would be the favourites to win that. Um, they have a lot of experience in the side and in fact they have a lot of young players coming up through the ranks as well, which is something that Nemo Rangers as a club are famed for, their development of young players. Like they've experienced players like Paul Kerrigan there, but they've a lot of players there after coming up over the last couple of years. So it'll be interesting to see that one, to see if Nemo Rangers will live up to their um, favourites tag. And next Wednesday, the the second qu- delayed quarter final um in the Cork or in the Bonsecour Premier Senior Football Championship is St Finbars, the Bars versus Noosestown. And just before I, I speak about that game and speak about the um speak about the results um or t- of both teams of both clubs so far i just want to give a, a mention to uh, jimmy O'Mahony. he's this he was the secretary and a founder member of newsstone who sadly passed away um, in this last week he served as pre- as, a, as a vice president also of the carberry board um i just want to sympathize with his family and pay my condolences to his family his friends and indeed to his club newsstone um it's a sad day for them, uh, but hopefully that they'll be able to give him a performance that he would be proud of tomorrow. So I just want to pay uh, my respects to Jimmy O'Mahony, Ariesche, Gariva Annam, Delish. So just to give you the results of both, St Finbars so far have beaten Ballincollig, Carrigaline and Clannacilty, so they're unbeaten in the the championship so far St Finbars are really an incredible club like they were struggling in the senior hurling the premier senior hurling championship this year thankfully they didn't they they got themselves out of a relegation fight um, they did change their management after two games um, I believe Don Logrady and Jerk Cunningham came in to manage the hurlers for the last group game and they, it, it paid dividends but they really are an extraordinary club because when you look at some of their hurlers for example who were all very good footballers the likes of the Cahillans, Damien, Connor and Jack they, they're they all Castlehaven footballers so it, it probably it probably benefits um, the Bears in a way in that well, maybe it doesn't in that their senior footballers don't probably have the same numbers from their senior hurlers as a lot of other um, dual clubs do. But you'd wonder, does it hold them back in hurling? As in, are the Cahillans more Castlehaven men, which, like their father, Niall Cahillan was a Castlehaven man um, rather than Bars men. But I suppose Connor and Damien Cahillan um, are county hurlers so they've declared for the hurling team whereas Jack won an All-Ireland senior or an All-Ireland minor football medal with Cork last year so they really are a very competitive family but it just shows the strength that the Bars have that they can go without three hurlers who are very good footballers and still be probably more competitive in the senior football championship 
than they are in the senior hurling championship. Like they've they've this the bars won the senior hurling championship um a couple or senior football championship rather um a couple of um years ago and they didn't do very well unfortunately in the um in the Monster Championship where they came up against the very strong Dr. Dr. Croaks side in that but I suppose it's a testament to the Bars that they are coming back and that they are competitive all the time um, and that they are now in a quarter final um, versus Newcestown and Newcestown their game so far they beat Island Rovers in their first game they lost to Castlehaven in their second game and in their third and final group stage game they beat Carberry Rangers um Newcestown they were another great jewel club I remember seeing them lose a county premier intermediate hurling championship final a couple of years ago against Ballyhay and now I think they they actually won it since then they are pre- they're senior a hurling so like Newcestown are a very good jewel club also so it, it proves it, it it's Showed the the Cox Senior Football Championship, the Premier League Football Championship. They should be two very good games there. Um, you'd imagine that the winners of both of the games would be Nemo Rangers and the Bars. Um, I'm not sure if they're down to play each other in the semi final. If they were down to play each other in the semi final, what a humdinger of a game that would be. But I'm not entirely sure that they are down to play each other. So those are the the Premier Senior games down down for decision this weekend. Um, they are. They're promising to be four very good games. We're coming to the business end now of the championships in both hurling and football. Um, so hopefully this this show will keep going on as long as there are um Shandoon teams involved in the championships. So hopefully Black Rock and the Glen and also the Bars and Nemo Rangers get to the get to the next stages of their respective competitions because. This show is very much a show that I'm really enjoying to presenting and and bringing to to the GA people in Cork City, and I hope to keep it going as long as possible. And look, if if the championships do come to a premature end, um, for the city clubs, um, at senior level or at junior level, then look, we myself and Kevin will will of of course be still doing the weekly podcast of the back of the stand where we review the Premier League action and any big ticket items when it comes to um the GAA and um other things and we'll also be introducing new segments into the show over the next couple of weeks that we hope you'd like. So just to move on now to the Junior A hurling and football championships. So they're down for the, the Junior A football championships um in in the city were down for decision last weekend. Um the 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 um Junior A football championship was won by um the passage and the junior B football championship was won by Whitechurch last weekend and upcoming this weekend now um we have the junior A hurling championship final between Brian Dillons and Passage it's on in Ballinlock um at um four o'clock on Sunday and before that that's preceded by the junior B hurling championship final which will be Delaney's versus Lock Rovers so they should be two very good games there um. Delaney's and Lock Rovers, both of those would be hoping to go back go back up junior A next year. Delaney's, of course, were senior hurling, um, not 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 too long ago. They were very they were a senior hurling club, and unfortunately, they have fallen out of the divisions. And Lock Rovers were up at 
at junior A level for a couple of years as well. So both of those clubs will be hoping to get back up. Um, and of course, um, the junior A final then on at four o'clock is between Brian Dillon's and Passage. And I believe that game is being streamed live on YouTube by Brian Dillon's. Um, Owen Keane, I believe, is, is going to be... Um, providing the commentary on the day so for any of you who weren't able to get tickets for the match and unfortunately given the allocation size of tickets this year they are very much in a, in a scarcity i've been lucky enough to get one myself so i'll be out there tomorrow but um for any of you who haven't been able to you can watch it live on youtube or alternatively uh, brian dillon's club bar is reopening tomorrow um following um the restrictions they'll be reopening under the the new guidelines it's opening at half past three and the club will be showing the match live on the tv um, on youtube they'll be streaming it live in the club so for any of you who can't get to the game and would like to go out and um, support the club and to um enjoy the day with fellow brian dillon's people you can head up to brian dillon's um club bar up in the tank field tomorrow it's reopening in half past three and they'll be showing the game live from um four o'clock uh, so basically the, the that match is down for decision tomorrow i'm not going to speak too much in detail of it um for reasons that you might have heard earlier but just to give you a sense of perspective the, co- the county junior a hurling championship draws were um conducted during the week so the winners of Brian Dillon's and Passage on Sunday um, will be playing the winners of the Duhallow Championship, which is a novel pairing, Kilbrin or Drum Tariff. And the winners of that game then, so the semi-final, um, either Shandoon or Duhallow, will be playing Imokili and Muskery. So they're very much our challenging games ahead for um, hopefully... Um, the winners of the city division i'm hoping obviously that that's brian dillon's that being my own club but um, we're not looking too far ahead tomorrow is the the concentration Um, i'm not going to mention anything about more about um what key players for brian dillon's there are because um i felt that and it was pointed out to me that maybe i was a bit one-sided in my analysis last week and which i i, I think was natural but I, I i do take the criticism i don't put a podcast out there um without being able to take criticism of it. But what I will do is I will just kind of highlight um, one player that I think could be key tomorrow for passage, um, and indeed one person on the sideline who could be key for passage tomorrow, and they're very much related. Um, which Teddy McCarthy is their coach, um, former court jewel hero. Um, he, I'm not sure if any of you saw the video that Marty Morrissey put up on Twitter um, of him speaking to Marty, of him speaking to Teddy McCarthy down in Parky Creeve during the week. They, he was down there with Teddy McCarthy, Larry Tompkins, and Tomas Mulcahy to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the double. I, I urge you to watch the video on, on Marty Morrissey's Twitter page. It is extremely funny. It just shows that um, Teddy McCarthy has a great sense of humour and Tomas Mulcahy and indeed Larry Tompkins and Marty Morrissey that they all have a great sense of humour that they had just had such incredible fun filming that segment down in the park on the day and it, it's a, I think it's a 30 or 40 second clip I very much urge you to watch it it, it is a very funny clip um, but I, I've no doubt that the that uh, Teddy McCarthy will be treating tomorrow's game very, very seriously. I believe he he has coached Brian Dillon's in the past. Um, he's been he's been good to Brian Dillon's in the past. I remember when we opened our um, our um, 
our new um, pitch Ocean White's Cross when we redeveloped it about 10 years ago we opened we had flood, we have floodlights out there now and the pitch is enclosed and there's a spectator bank there as well he brought a leash senior hurling selection down to Cork to play a Cork under 21 selection out in White's Cross we had a great day that day Christy Cooney who was the president of the, the association um um Christy Cooney was the president of the association at the time opened the officially opened the complex on the day and it was a, it was a day that a lot of us would have very fond memories of so like Teddy McCarthy will be on the passage side tomorrow he's on the line for passage but he very much is a friend to Brian Dillon's also so it'll be it'll be an interesting contest but one player who I think for passage who could um who could um have a bearing on tomorrow's game is Keen McCarthy the former Cork senior hurling player um Keane McCarthy played for Corks, the Cork Senior Hurlers for a good couple of years. Um, he played in an All-Ireland final. He, he started in the replay in 2013 against Clare. Unfortunately, we weren't successful, but to have a, a player who played at senior level, at senior club and senior inter-county level, playing for Passage tomorrow, it is of no doubt... Sorry, my throat's going to betray. Sorry, um, it's no doubt... Um, a, it's no doubt um, a boost to passage he has been playing with them for a good couple of years so it'll be interesting to see what sort of threat he poses tomorrow um, but I'm sure I'm not um, I'm not putting a mark on anyone's back here or singling anyone out I'm sure that um, everyone involved in tomorrow's game is is fully aware of the dangers and threats posed by both sides and that um, what I say here probably won't have too much of a bearing on the approach of either side so obviously I'm hoping for a Brian Dillon's win tomorrow and um, it'd be great for the club we 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 haven't won the city division all too often in the past 50 years I, like as I as I said to you before um, we went from 1968 to 2006 without winning one and thankfully since 2006 we have won quite a few and hopefully we'll add another to the collection tomorrow because we're a great club we've we've a great bunch of players and um, we we were very much um, a small club, but we, there's some very fantastic people involved in the club, particularly at, at underage level. And some of those players that will be involved in Brindle's tomorrow are involved in underage coaching, um, which I think is a, a testament to them, and they deserve great credit for that. Um, so hopefully that they'll be able to bring the, the cup back to the tank field tomorrow night. Um, and if they do, then I, I, I would imagine that the celebrations this year would be muted in comparison with previous years. Um, but we're taking that for granted. Like we had, There is a game to be played tomorrow and Passage do pose a very big threat. Um, they, they have come through the championship and into the final, obviously. So it'll be, it, it promises to be a very good game. But... Just to move, not move on slightly from the Shandun aspect of it, but just to speak about who they can win or who they could play against in the next round. It's either Kilbrin or Drum Tariff. Brian Dillon's played Kilbrin last year um, in Morn Abbey in the county, um, I think it was the, the last 16, or no, it was the quarter final last year. Um, it, it was a very difficult game for Brian Dillon's. Kilbrin put up a very good performance on the day. It was a lovely day out in more nappy um Kilbrain, of course have former cork senior hurling player william egan um on their ranks um, but the other club i want to speak about is drum tariff um 
not a lot of you may know that Drum Tariff, or not a, not a lot of you may know where it is or my connection to it. Drum Tariff is based in a small village in North Cork between Bantir and Mill Street called Rakul. It's a, it's a very small village. It doesn't even have a shop or a pub. It doesn't have a church either. It has a national school and that's it. And like, it's a very, very small. It has a soccer club and also a GA club. And like Drum Tariff as a GA club, they are on the rise and they, their stock has been rising in significantly over the last 10 years. It Was it last year or the year before they won the Cork Junior A football championship? So they're an intermediate football club now. Um, of course, it is a very strong area for football. It's a football area of Cork, but they've very, it's an area of Cork who, with good hurling also. Um, so they drum tariff they they're up intermediate football but just to give you a sense of perspective about drum tariff hurling they only started up at junior ranks again I, I'm, I'm sure that they did have a team um, going back a number of years but they put Dortmund in hurling for a good many years uh, about 10 years ago my own brother played on the first um, drum tariff junior b team which was set up um 10 years ago and like he he's able to tell me some very good stories about um the lads that were playing on that team that like they were trying to get drum tariff off the ground and uh, but like at junior b level and they they obviously tried to get as many players in as they could Um, they he told me some stories i maybe share those on a later date but those stories don't bear a comparison to the drum tariff hurling team of today like they won the, the cartoon or the do Hallow Junior A Hurling Championship final for the first time a couple of years ago. Um and they've been a, a club with which are showing a very, very good promise on in Cork Hurling because they've a young fella playing with them. Well he's 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 not that young now, maybe Connor O'Callaghan, he he played minor hurling and indeed under twenty one and under twenty hurling for Cork. So they are producing good players in Ratcool. Um so it'll be very interesting to see who comes out on the winning side of Drum Tariff and Kilbrin. Kilbrin probably um they they've had more exposure perhaps to um, county championship hurling at junior level but I very much wouldn't write off Drum Tariff there they were they were a club which um, their stock is very much on the rise they're, they're getting better and better and I'd be, I'd be looking on to that game with, with a keen eye as I'm sure both Passage and Brian Dillons will because they, they will be facing the winners of that so there's a long way to go yet in the Cork Senior or the Cork Junior Hurling Championship. Like we're coming to the end of the divisional stages now, but it's already shaping up to be a very, very competitive and tight county championship. And of course, this year it's different to the past couple of years. It's just the divisional winners going back out into the county championship. So it it's going to be a condensed format. Um this year but that's not going to make it any less competitive it'll be very very interesting to see um who are the results and the competitiveness of the games over the next couple of months or next couple of weeks rather um so just to move on now from the junior a hurling championship and i hope i haven't um, put my foot in my mouth at any stage Um, if i have i'm sure it'll be pointed out to me um to be to move on now to the junior football championship passage of course have won um the city division final in that one um 
they are going to be playing the winners of the Beira Championship, which I only discovered today. The winners of the Beira Championship um, is Arden. And the reason that Arden are the winners of the Junior A Championship in Beira is they're, in fact, the only Junior A club in Beira. Um, the other clubs um, regraded down to Junior B a number of years ago. Um, so it's very much Arden. I don't. I'm not sure what how many games they've played so far this year, but I presume that they are going to be representing Beira in the Cork Junior Football Championship. Um, it'll be interesting to see that because like Beira is a very like they don't play any hurling down there at all. Um, to the best of my knowledge, it's a very football focused division, but of course it's a very small division as well, sparsely populated. But I'm not going to take anything away from Arden. They're a club with with good football tradition. Beira has a great tradition of football, and it it'd be a shame to see Beira football falling by the wayside. And I believe that a strategic review is ongoing of of GA activities in Beira. It was commenced this year. Um, I presume that COVID probably um, stopped it in its tracks at some stage. Um, but I, ho- I hope that um, in the years to come that the Beira Junior A Football Championship will um, regain some of the, the competitiveness that may have been lost over the last number of years and that there will be more clubs involved in it. Um, so... But look, that that's an that's an issue for another day. They are down to play passage in the junior A um championship in quarterfinals. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Um, passage our club on the rise, as I said last week. Um, they, they, they won the the city division junior A football championship for the first time in a good number of years, and I'm sure that they won't be resting on their laurels. So that'll be a very interesting one whenever that game is played, and. Of course, then the winners of that game, they are down to play the winners of Carry Down versus Duhallow. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't done any homework as to who's in the Carry Down or Duhallow finals, but I know from living in Ratcool for a number of years that um, football in Duhallow is very strong and that the junior clubs in Duhallow, the likes of Mill Street, the likes of Ban or um, Lawyer, um, it's Lawyer in football. Um, the likes of those clubs, um, the like Knock Grey, of course, won the All Ireland a number of years ago and have been very, very competitive at, at um Premier Intermediate this year. So football in in Duhallo is very strong, um, and so they are down to play the winners of Carry Down and the winners of those then will play the winners of Arden and Passage. So I suppose. I've gone on, it's been a quite a long show um, today. I hope that the listener figures um, that we saw last week, for whatever reason that, that the listener figures went up, um, is retained this week. I, I very much hope that people enjoy the show. But as ever, and it's the same on myself and Kevin's Back at the Stand podcast, we're doing this voluntarily. We're doing it because we're enjoying it. We're doing it in a personal capacity. We're hoping that people do enjoy it and that people listen to it, but we're very we very much do appreciate feedback. Constructive feedback is very important. We are on Twitter. You'll find us on Twitter at Back of the Stand Two, and you'll find us on Facebook also. Just look it up. Look us up, the Back of the Stand. Feel free to give us a follow on both social media platforms. Indeed, we'd very much appreciate it. Um, but if you have any 
if you have any suggestions about the format of the show, if you have any criticisms, we're very much open to criticism, constructive criticism, please do send those on to us. We're, we're, this is an evolving show. We're very much going looking to improve it and, and get the, the show to have a bit more profile over the next couple of weeks and months. So if you have any comments or um, any suggestions to send to us, please do reach out. You'll find our, our direct messages on both Facebook and Twitter are open so just to repeat them you can look us up on facebook you can look us up at the back of the stand so just type the back of the stand into the search bar and on twitter we're at back of the stand too so just type into the search bar at back of the stand too and you'll find us there please do give us a follow and as i said send any suggestions to us and we'll keep going with the show and it's proving very enjoyable myself and kevin are really enjoying it and I've very much enjoyed presenting the Shandoon Corner. As I said earlier, I hope to keep this going as long as I can. For as long as there are Shandoon and City Division teams involved in the various county championships. At right from Premier Senior Hurling and Football down to Junior A and Junior B. Um, we will keep doing. We will keep presenting it, and we will keep bringing you the latest news. So we're very much going to leave it there. The, your this show has been presented by Mark McDonald. That's myself. Um, we'll talk to you again next week. And myself and Kevin will have a new show off the back of the stand where we'll review the, this weekend's Premier League action uh, available for you on Monday morning. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care. <laughs>